Hello. It's a Jeff. Are we not going to have Grinch again? He's sleepy at the moment. Is he cheating on us with another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> or is he watching the debates like, I want to be? <laughs> uh. You could watch the debates, you know, have it on. <laughs> it, it will be regurgitated in neat little packages for you later. I know. In a way that is not very useful. I don't know, Ian. What's more fun, watching a live football game or watching a recording of the football game? <laughs> Do I have a cheering stake in this game? Yes. Oh, man. I'm watching the live. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm content with a summary. <laughs> Unless it's a huge game and I still don't care about it. But if it's like last night, I stayed up and I watched the national championship. Did I care? No. <laughs> Was I more excited by the fact that LSU's coach is the assistant coach from um, the water boy. Oh, wow. That, <laughs> he, now that would make him me watch. He was like, he, he was like, championship. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, damn. I thought you meant like it was really him. <laughs> no, no. He was just absolutely intelligible. I, it was like uh, unintelligible. Could not hear a word he was saying. It was fantastic. All right, Ray. <laughs> we're ready if you are. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Jake Tapper can suck my balls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jared. This is Ian? (laughs) Start off with a hot take. What the hell did Jake Tapper do to you? Nothing. He works for CNN. I'm Ah. mad at CNN. (laughs) Oh, okay. And I'm not throwing my boy Chris Cuomo under the bus. Let's get at it. (laughs) That freaking Fredo. <laughs> Don't you dare say that. That's a slur among his community. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in, you can join us live by going to our Patreon page and signing up for a low monthly fee cost you can join our discord channel where we record on tuesday nights right around 9 p.m eastern time if you can't do that you could share an article or something you'd like for us to discuss on our facebook page or tweet to us at profane arg this week on the show uh i don't know we'll be talking about how does your state score with the american atheists but first Ian, I just want to throw this out real quick. Maybe you don't have anything. Do you have anything on the United Methodists? Um, you know, just some some small details. So the okay the uh, the agreement that they had reached about separation, the protocol for reconciliation and grace through separation, that was absolutely approved. That was good to go on December seventeenth of last year, and then the protocol statement will be taken to the uh, general conference. In, I want to say it's held in Minnesota of this year in June, and then they okay. will vote on what to do with their how to, how to appropriate the the terms. the The protocol statement outlines the terms of splitting the congregation, and then when the uh, the general conference is held this upcoming year, they will work to finalize that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's exactly what we discussed. There's no, I mean, there's no 
interesting details on, you know, why the traditionalists hate the gays, why the centrists are confused, and why the progressives want to move on with their own agenda. But, yeah, that's all it is. Hmm. Okay. So probably not going to hear a whole lot We until... won't know officially until uh, till this summer. So it's an amicable, Fair enough. amicable divorce. Okay. Yes, absolutely. That That is, the goal is, is an absolute, as, as positive as you can make one of these splits. Do the children nice. get to pick which parent they go with? Yes, I assume <laughs> yes. Hmm. Okay. I, I imagine that they're doing it by church, right? Like you can't have... Right, you can't have two two people. <laughs> it's in... Double. Right, so You can't instantly double your number of pastors or whatever correct. they have. You can't like have half the church. Yes, you'll. I, I feel like I will find out more again in in May, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they're having a vote in May, and then once I take some more time to read the protocol statement, I can tell you how exactly they're planning on splitting it up. <laughs> but it is a very wordy PDF, and I'm <laughs> curiously lazy. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's it titillating as well, so, you know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, a little bit. They They do their best to explain to anybody who's reading the document... What is meant when they say LGBTQ? No, oh. hmm. you know what what denominations will pursue, what paths, uh, the timeline to implement the protocol. It's all very formal. It is. It's it's very very formal. It's a very you know they've got over thirteen million people that they need to Ooh. update as to what's going to go on. So yeah, um, you can't just do something willy nilly and lose half your followers. I would right. That would be mm, bad. That'd be bad, I suppose. So, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, cool. Thanks. Thanks for the info. For sure. Next thing I wanted to do an update on is a, I think this was from a Pew Research that was f- about the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. 88% of Americans surveyed say that the vaccine is a good idea outweighing any risks. That is an, an alarmingly low number. 88%? That's very. That's lower than I would hope. <laughs> hope, sure. It's actually higher than I expected, mm. given how many times the anti-vaxxers have, have come up in the news. But, I mean, 12% of the population avoiding vaccines would be, that would be bad. That would be devastating. Yeah. You don't have herd immunity um, at does, that point. The Pew article does seem to correlate together acceptance of vaccines with education level and income. So if you don't make that much money if you, and don't have a reasonable education, you are more likely to be against vaccinations. Mm. What Which, a shock. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it kind of... Yes and no. I mean, a lot of our a lot of things we talk about are about, you know, actors, actresses who make a ton of money and are against vaccines. But I Wait, guess you tell me Jim Carrey doesn't hold any medical degrees. <laughs> Probably not. Whoa. OK. <laughs> I don't know. Did uh, Jeff brought up the vagina candles? Um, <laughs> <laughs> leave Goop alone. They're Let's just not trying to Goop swindle alone. people out of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing from the article, though, uh, atheists are by far the most accepting at 96%, which even that number, <laughs> there are 4% of atheists surveyed that don't think the vaccines are a good idea. Wait, what? They're also <laughs> undecided voters as well. <laughs> right. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, there are a certain number of nihilists out there, I suppose. So some of them are going to be atheists. 
Another piece that I thought was interesting is there is no distinction between Democrats and Republicans hmm. on this discussion. That's interesting. Yeah, the numbers are pretty much the same. <laughs> but yeah, I, since it was brought up, I mean, come on. The Goop Show? Did you see this? Did you see the ad? <laughs> yeah, I checked it out. I just, again, I didn't appreciate the vagueness and <gasps> the, obviously the price point is an issue. Well, oh, how much is this candle? $75. Come on. Is it gigantic? No. no. Is it shaped like a vagina? No. <laughs> no. And it legitimately supposed to smell like her vagina? No. That is why oh. I did not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, is the, what does it do then? It just I thought says, that, was, it, that was the selling point. The, the title of the candle is simply, this candle smells like my vagina. Does It, it does not <laughs> say it, it does not say it's her vagina or any vagina particular vagina i feel like someone just whipped up a scent that they thought smelled vaguely of vagina in general and made a provocative candle out of it and sold it through the goop brand if i genuinely believed that they had crafted a scent based specifically on gwyneth paltrow's vagina <laughs> i would consider you know <laughs> Saving up $75 to purchase this candle. I think you'd still be out of luck. Didn't it sell out in like three minutes? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was almost instantaneous. But they're we stock it eventually. Right, sure. You're nope. joking though, right? You wouldn't actually have bought that. <laughs> <laughs> joking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how could you verify that the scent was right? Oh, I don't know. I just She seems trustworthy. <laughs> oh. Write a letter, demand verification. <laughs> Now I wasn't sure if there was if this candle. Now that you mentioned that it's just anybody's vagina, that it came with some like elaborate kit in it or something, where a woman like this is going to sound gross, but no. stuck something in her vagina <laughs> and then somehow mixed it into the wax. No, you she just you do not. It's not a self infused candle. No, this is geranium, citrusy, bergamot, cedar juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed. Yeah, and this candle sold out completely. Sold out. Yes. Dude, this country is fucked. We're, just, we're just, just a bunch of fucking dummies. Really? Uh, <laughs> it's just a candle with a name vagina in it, and people bought it. That's basically what happened. Yes. Oh, and it's on Goop. I mean. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, it's on Goop. Well, rich dummies, as Jeff says, you know, rich dummies, that is. Well, not just rich dummies, but also just dummy dummies. Poor dummies. Yeah. Poor, poor dummies can scrounge together 75 bucks. Yeah, that's an acceptable amount of, you know, poor person money. <laughs> You know what? I take it back because if I was a multimillionaire and I saw that, I'd be like, I'll buy that. What's $75 to me? It'll be funny when someone says, Oh, what candle is that? I'd be like, Smells like my vagina. <laughs> no, really. What is, it, what is it called? Turn it around. <laughs> yeah. I did the like the, uh, the one person who took the video and clipped out the little pieces of Gwyneth Paltrow saying things like, What are we doing to these people? And <laughs> we've got to milk this for all it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Which. Are lines that she actually says in the commercial. Uh, anyway. Well, she's got I, a new I series can't. coming out on Netflix that she needs to promote. It's about mm, I thought that was this This was the show. I thought it was a oh. show about Goop. Yes, there Wait, is there's a, show a Goop about. show yes. on Netflix? Correct. Yes. The Goop oh, Lab boy. or something like that? Yes, that's it. The Goop Labs. Lab. Yep. Yeah. It's behind the scenes. A Goop. Yep. Behind the scenes. Do, do all the employees kiss Gwyneth's ass? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> And they make a candle out of that. <laughs> Smells like my ass. <laughs> I don't think that would sell as well. <laughs> it's 
smells like I might get fired if I don't kiss her ass. <laughs> smells like fear. <laughs> That'll be next. Wow. All right. One other thing I wanted to mention about anti-vaxxers. Uh, Facebook is still running the anti-vax ads, even after it promised to stop running anti-vax ads. Mm. Weird, huh? <laughs> Facebook <laughs> set out to deceive us from the beginning? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They basically came out and said that, uh, yeah, well, we we didn't really say we weren't going to run those ads. We said that we were going to be more particular in how we justify, you know, okaying all, <laughs> all of them. If you give us more I think money. Facebook, yeah, they pretty much established in the past six months that they will print anything if you pay them enough money. Yep. I mean, we knew they were evil, but they're, they're, they're going above and beyond now. I don't know. Is selfishness evil if it gets to a certain level is that what we're going with are we gonna have a morality discussion about selfishness hmm. <laughs> but yes it is like they the, facebook is the end-all be-all social social media platform today yeah. do they really need to take money from anti-vaxxers and donald trump lying they know like, don't they they know they I have mean, a half-life they have to get the money as well they can right oh Remember, right. and Donald Trump isn't money, he's political influence. Right. Remember MySpace? No, but he pays the money for ads. Oh, right. About right. lying. But, <laughs> but by not, you know, by saying he can lie and say whatever he wants in the ads, then when some liberal hippie human rights group that wants to regulate Facebook comes along, he says, oh, no, 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 don't regulate them. They're my buds. They can continue putting out anti-vax ads and Stealing all your personal information and doing whatever they want. And what's to stop Andrew Yang from posting or buying ads saying that Donald Trump is gay? Nothing. Nothing? Because they're not going to... Well, I think the attorney, the attorney general bar would go after him. Right. Mm. I think Facebook would block him. Mm. Well, I mean, Donald Trump can post lies about Joe Biden. Right. Because he's got the attorney general in his pocket. Right. He's in charge currently. Yeah. It's not, a le- it's not a level playing field. Right. Fuck you, Mark. You, Mark Zuckerberg, you just ru- you ruined the world. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree that, that he and social media as a whole has crippled an entire generation of people. I'm curious, Karen, what were you going to say about uh, about MySpace? Because I think I have an argument. <laughs> well, I, well, you look at the at MySpace, it was taken over by Facebook. Facebook has a half-life. It'll go away at some point. I don't know mm-hmm. what it'll be replaced by yet, but... Well, I don't know. It's the longest living one so far, isn't right. it? Right, and it's, it's mm-hmm. right. yeah. I There's mean, so much my MySpace started in 2003 and disappeared in like 2000. I mean, it started dropping off like two years later. Oh, really? And by 2008 was like nothing hmm. because of Facebook. Yeah, so Facebook's, Facebook's been going under. strong for like 12, 13, 15 years. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, eventually, you're right. There will be some shift down the road, but I mean, there's nothing even on the horizon that's that's a maybe. But do you think that? I mean, once they go, oh, I don't know how far enough, how far is far enough, but at some point, won't they give enough of our information to other people that we will have, you know, have enough and 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 get, drop off? No. There's mm. always new people being born. People who yeah. haven't, yeah, joined on Instagram, or not, same thing, so, Facebook yet. Do you think China has just jumped over the private company part of this and their social monitoring is just what's going to happen next? Instead yes. of- no. I don't, Here? I don't, I don't know if it'll happen uh, next here, but the idea that they jumped over the private company and just went to the next step, absolutely. I mean, you, you can't get a private company to be that big in China. Mm-hmm. 
True. It's communist, so yeah. that that's not going to happen. But so the 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 social scores that you get in China from the government run system is what Facebook will become. No, I think it's more likely that, and it's I mean it's almost the truth today that Facebook is so integrated into so many fucking other things. Like you cannot um sometimes not live without it. Mm. Yeah. Like how many things do you sign up for that are just like hey just sign in with Facebook. Mm. Just sign, I mean, like, they just make it so easy. I don't think there are that many things, but there aren't that few of things either. I mean, yeah. it's it's a significant number that use Facebook, or they give yeah. you the option. I think I just stopped using it after, well, maybe not after, as soon as I could. <laughs> right, I'm with you. I am, I am resistant to it, but I think I see it at every single thing I try to sign up for online. It says, why don't you just sign in with your Facebook account? And I say, no, I will create a new account. Yeah, right. I, there are very few things I've actually used my Facebook account to log into right, but other it's a, than like Jared Marvel is right. Puzzle Quest. It is available to use just about, I would say, at 75% of the things you sign up for. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I what? mean, I, I wouldn't doubt if it got classified as a utility one day. Mm. <laughs> Federally, you know, it's a, a federal right for everybody to have a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Hey, then, then they couldn't advertise on it, right? <laughs> Watch them. <laughs> well, that all depends who wins in 2020. <laughs> True. Yeah. Trump wins, all bets are off on anything. Any speculation you have, any conspiracy theory, it's all good. It's mm. all valid. True. And when you do use Facebook to sign up on these different sites, like Jeff said on the Discord, you sign up with Facebook, it gets access to any information that you may have on your account. But it says it only wants access to my email and contacts. <laughs> Yeah, as it turns out, they store all your information under email and contacts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it always amuses me how difficult it is to adjust the, the security settings on Facebook, and it is 100% purposeful. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, every, time I go, every time I go, you know, wander, I, I, I try to do it a couple times a year. I go in there and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to power through this and get all the way done. And look at everything that they have access to and all the different things that I've hooked up, I've signed up with it, and disconnect all the ones I'm not no longer using. But man, is it a pain in the ass. And I don't use it for anything anymore, really. Nah, don't even talk to Ian. He, he's no. impossible to yeah. get anything on Facebook anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Having some issues with Facebook. <laughs> we have other means <laughs> of reaching place. him, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd say out of the four of us, I'm probably the one who's on it the most. And even I'm starting to wane. I mean, I barely, I can't even remember the last time I actually posted anything other than changing a profile picture or something like that. Mm. Every once in a while, I'll post pithy, funny things, and that's the extent of it. I just lurk on it. Mm. It's good for lurking. It's true. I have it send all my notifications to my email because I'm never on it. But if somebody says something on the web page or whatever, you know, on, on our Facebook page, on Profane Arg, I want to know. So it has to send me notifications so I know to check it out. Yeah, I mean, and again, that's part of it. Like, you, you want to start a new podcast? What are you going to do it and say, fuck, I'm not going to advertise on Facebook? Right. Can't do yeah. it. Not so- going to work out for you, probably. At least not as well. All right, let's move on. Uh, currently, the yep. Democrats are debating. We have a breaking news item. Uh-oh. What's that? Michael Flynn has moved to withdraw his guilty plea. Oh, no. Yes! <laughs> God. I saw this on a on the CNN uh, whatever on my phone. It says that after he figures out that the prosecutors say that he should go to jail for lying to the FBI, he says, I want to withdraw my plea. <laughs> I pled guilty so you wouldn't do anything to me. It's, I think it's a little late at this point, isn't it? I guess maybe no. it isn't. Who knows? Anything is game. <laughs> anyway, back to the Democrats. Sorry. Yeah. 
So my very first thing, I am exceptionally happy this last week. <laughs> I'm going to insert some little party noises here. Why, are you happy that Cory Booker dropped out of the race? <laughs> you racist. <laughs> you fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> there needs more diversity in these debates. This is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually a little sad about Booker. However, understandable. I, I just don't. His numbers never picked up. He was never getting to the top of the list. So, but yeah, Williamson. If Rosario Dawson doesn't give you a bump, nothing's gonna. <laughs> he didn't play that card enough. He should have. <laughs> Can I? He should have had a little photo of her next to his podium whenever yeah, he was at a debate. I would have considered voting for him in that case. <laughs> I absolutely want to quote Ian on that. If Rosario Dawson doesn't give you a bump, nothing will. <laughs> uh, but no, Marianne Williamson is out. Aww. I have hated her since I found out who she was. <laughs> she previously said, these are some of my favorite disgusting quotes. Uh, she said that sickness is an illusion and does not exist. And that cancer and AIDS and other physical illnesses are physical manifestations of a psychic scream. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> she makes me want to puke every time she opens her mouth. But she's out. She cannot possibly be president now. Yay. So. Well, I don't think she could have when she was in. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have voted for her over Trump. Oh, absolutely. Any day of the week. <laughs> You know, real quickly to that point that Ian brought up, because that was another thing that was bothering me today about people bitching that there isn't enough diversity <laughs> on the stage. And then every time they say that, I'm like, well, whose fault is that? Like, wh I don't understand what they're saying when they say that. The system purposefully excludes people of color and women and... They're stopping them from running? Well, it has... They, uh, the system systematically has not given enough... Boos um, has, has not given enough opportunities for people of color or women or what have you, any other minorities. Well, it's the same reason why there aren't CEOs that are people of color or women. It's because you you can't you you, you can't just jump into being president. You have to rise through the ranks, and it's difficult to rise through the ranks. Every step of the way, you're disadvantaged in some way. So there's so few people rise in the ranks that nobody ever makes it to the top because you're outnumbered. But okay. But there was Cory Booker, there was Kamala Harris, one being a woman and a black person as well. What are we supposed to do that they dropped out? I don't understand what I'm supposed to do about this. You should they do. work? Should they work by a different set of rules to keep them in the race? Yes. Or you are supposed to restructure the debate rules from this point on to include any people of color that have not dropped out and elevate them to debate status. Well, there's only one that I understand, and I they mentioned his name today, and I never heard him, so... <laughs> Put him in the debate. Okay. Debate's not about who we want to be president. It's about celebrating diversity and making things fair and equal. Jimmy McMillan's still running. Put him in there. <laughs> you guys like being pandered to so much? Just throw anybody in there. No. We complain about the Oscars, too, while we're here. Let's give oh, Boo a that, that was going to be my next one, because I Boo already... Give Halloween a Best Picture nod. Why not? I already saw it, like, the first crap? thing. It's by a black guy. It's important. When they fucking announced the five actors, the newscasters were all looking and go, hey, that's five white dudes. That's going to be a problem. I mean, they literally just said that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Well, at, at this level, nothing. I, what you're supposed to do is at the grassroots level and at the, at the you know, support your local um, state, your, your local township representative who is a person of color. Start boosting people at the, at the level where you can actually make a difference. What if he sucks, Karen? Well, then don't. Like, that's my point is like, listen, 
I'm not, I don't have any problem with black people winning awards or running for office, but sometimes their candidates suck too. Absolutely. But, <laughs> like, so I, <laughs> but when you have two candidates of equal standing, do you pick the person that more looks like you every time? Or do you sometimes go, all right, I'll give this other guy a chance. Me personally? Yeah. It doesn't matter to yes, me it, what they look. Well, it, it's for me, no, no, no. it's all policy. But the, but the question, so the two people, let's pretend that there are two people who are, who on your scorecard come out absolutely equally. Um, one is a white guy and one is a black woman. Which one are you more likely to support? Who, me? Mm. Oh, well, are you asking me or Ian? Both of you. Oh, the white guy. Why? Because I'm a white guy. So you, he's gonna have he's gonna hold my interests closer to his heart than the black lady. Hmm. They're equal on all other fronts. You said correct. Yeah. All his policies are as good as all her policies. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is not my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the in a in a case like that, Karen, for me, if it's if it's equal across the board, I'm probably gonna have to go digging farther into their past. To find something like funny that I that just edges out one other person, you'd be like, you know what, so and so did a cameo on Saturday Night Live. I like them better. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or was dating, you know, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If it, if it came down to like if Bernie and Cory Booker were exactly the same and had the exact numbers, I'd be like, oh, it's Cory all the way because uh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> and he's younger. See, I, right. I, I take a different tack to it because um, if all things are across the board equal on the scorecard, I will pick the person who the white dudes are less likely to vote for because I feel it is my responsibility to counter the people that vote with racism at their heart but or sexism. But they're, they're equal. Yeah, they are. And so I'm going to try to offset the racists just a little bit. Ah. What about when there's two actors that you feel acted equally best in a movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> one is black and one is white. I could give a shit. <laughs> is the answer to well, that? Well, apparently it's a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's more of a rising to the top problem, though. It is a more of a – it's hard to get your foot in edgewise. It's hard to get the big the big contracts to do the big movies to get to, the, get to that level because you're held down along the way by the people that vote – for the people that look like them, and the, they will hire the people that look like them. The Bullshit. Will Smith did a movie this year called Gemini Man, where he played a younger version I of himself, and it made like four bucks, and he should be in that fucking list. Are you saying Why? that you've got one black friend? black. <laughs> I'm saying some years there's not a good black actor. Oh, sure. Absolutely. But if it's year after year after year after year after year after year... Except for that one year, what, two years ago when they went, oh, crap, we really have to, you know, vote for just black people this year. <laughs> I think that was last year, wasn't it? It might have been. I don't, I don't pay Not that the much attention. Time. Ian, wasn't that last year? I don't know. I can't keep track of the, the outrage. The total pander. <laughs> the outrage is too frequent. I, you know, again, even with this debate, I was reading that on, on CNN and I said, and that, again, is how Trump wins in 2020. When I was reading the article that said there's no diversity in the Democratic field for tonight's debate, and I was like, oh, my God, there's young people, there's old people, there's men and women. No, nope, they're all white. None of them count. Cool. Super good. That's – you should definitely the, – the head of the DNC is like, listen, we're in the middle of a race. I cannot change the rules right now. And I was and like – And they did change the rules this year, though. <laughs> 
good. They're, to the point where, like, if you had a certain rating, you were allowed to get into debates. That's why there was those two-night debates and everything like that. I'm sorry that Andrew Yang is not pulling in the numbers, but what are we supposed to fucking do? Just let him in? I feel like that's more work. I feel like that's more racist. It, well, it kind of is, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, if you have to just go, you have to decide at some point. Otherwise, you have the 12 people up on stage again, and that's not obviously not, it's not good. You can't actually have a debate with 12 people. It doesn't work like that, unless you have teams, so. Yeah, I mean, they're, Ooh. you know, Cory Booker mm. had 1%. <laughs> like, at what point do you say, hey, man, it's just not working out for you? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna go with what uh, what Jeff just said. The outrage has always been there. You're just more aware of it now. And you're hearing about the outrage is a sign that it's actually working. I like that. I like you don't that. you know you don't think that, that the internet and technology and social media correlate with that at all? Oh it's, it's because of the effectiveness of the outrage. That is the that is the megaphone for the outrage. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Sure. Of course it is. But that's the thing too. Like in all honesty, when you, when people are like, "Oh, Twitter's an outrage," it's like fifty people. <laughs> Even if it's a larger number than that, it's never a significant number. Even if it's two thousand people who now think that Vince Vaughn deserves to die because he shook <laughs> hands with the president at the national <laughs> championship game last night, I don't give a shit. I don't Which give I a do. shit what those people <laughs> think. I'm more like, I'm more outraged by the fact that the people that went to the the championship game. 8,000 of the parking spaces around the stadium were closed because Trump went. And that is... <laughs> that is as outrageous. It is outrageous. Because I agree. It's, and it's downtown New Orleans. It's got to be miserable parking there to begin with. And because Mr. Ego needed to have it stroked, 8,000 people had to park elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, he could have that done anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Guy's a turd. Yeah. Fuck that. I have no sympathy for people who go to sports games. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're all taking different points of view on this on this episode. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, if you're looking for who you should be voting for in the Democratic election, uh, and, you know, the Democratic primary, I highly suggest that you not go to something I'm going to put on the webpage. I mean, go there, take a look at what it is. It's a quiz that allows you to pick your answers and associate what you think about different political views with everybody else who's running. And by everybody else, I mean at least the top nine. I don't know <laughs> if uh, if they're all on here, but the top nine certainly are. Um, the ones that aren't Delaney, Bennett, and Patrick, they are not in this quiz that I can tell whatsoever. However, the reason I say maybe not go there is because my top, the person that I agree with the absolute most on the most number of questions was Steyer. And I'm sorry. Whoa! <laughs> I'm taking the test right now. <laughs> it's like my list is Steyer, then Bloomberg, then Buttigieg. Okay, I'm fine with that. Then Klobuchar. My, the ninth, Bernie Sanders, who I agree with on nearly everything. Hmm. Ha! Yeah, I, uh, no, I can't do this now. There's, how many questions are there? I'll get distracted. 20. The show will never end. No, not 20 now. questions. Right. I'm going to keep going, so just keep right. talking. I'll I'll jump in. <laughs> It's usually just the answers are should, should not. It's usually pretty simple. Yeah, it is. It's it's difficult to read while other people are talking, but you know, mm -hmm. if you can pull it off. Um but yeah, Steyer, come on. I there's not a chance. One, some of the way some of the ways that the questions were worded just kind of threw me off because it you have to pick should or should not, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't neither. Like I don't 
think that either one of them actually is what I think. There's a lot of gray area that is not covered in the quiz, but uh, in any case, uh, you, you can take a look at it. There's another one that um, I'll probably put another a link to it. I, I don't know who hosts it, but it's more of a political, like this is from Washington Post. This is more of a politically neutral website and it's a it's it's basically i think it's like who i who should i vote for or something like that mm. but in any mm. case a little bit more accurate in my mind i do I like because so, this one i'm definitely skeptical about some of the the things early on and i lied i'm totally taking it i can't resist <laughs> <laughs> you're skeptical about the way things are wood, worded and uh, your number the, of answers no no that the, the people's response to some of these things again because what you were skeptical about and how you were aligned i was like I know that this might be what they're saying aloud, but I still don't believe them. I'm like, Tom Steyer, the reason you're running is to avoid the wealth tax. There is no way that your <laughs> response to there should be a wealth tax. Yeah, that's what Tom Steyer says. Tom Steyer is a fucking liar, and so is Michael Bloomberg. Hmm. Michael Bloomberg, it's cheaper for him to spend $40 million on crappy ads in hopes of becoming president than to risk paying that wealth tax. Yeah. Very true. There's no way the two of them are really for the wealth tax. Unless there's something about Tom Steyer and I just don't know and I feel bad. Sorry, Tom Steyer. <laughs> he is a very affable man. <laughs> and he does, I mean, he legitimately throws a ton of money at getting Trump out of office. So I got to give him props for that because that is important. Who the fuck would answer this question? The president should not commit to stabilizing or lowering the national debt. Like, who's answering that question that way? <laughs> Dutch met. <laughs> I said should. Only four people agree with me. And one of them's Steyer. Huh. Man, that's Steyer. <laughs> the other one, one of the other ones, Bloomberg. I, I'm, I'm that Man, am you. I reading this question wrong? <laughs> I no. put the president should commit to stabilizing or lowering the national debt. Of course yeah, he should. Yeah, of course. The only candidates that agree with me are Biden, Bloomberg, Klobuchar, and Steyer. You're telling me Bernie Sanders doesn't think the president should do that? Maybe maybe not. Maybe he believes that the debt should be erased, like all debt. Oh, all right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just wipe it clean. <laughs> We're not paying Start this. Over. Uh, it's not one of his campaign promises. He, he He's willing to increase debt in order to make, you know, people better off. I don't know. All right. Oh, boy. I just answered one question and only one person agreed with me, and it was Andrew Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Put him in the bait, goddammit. All right. How far do we got to go? Because I, I, I'm really curious. I, I got three more questions left. Just Yeah, I'll be uh, a while. Keep going. We'll get back to Jared and I. <laughs> oh, it tells you right at the bottom where you're where you're at right now. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, oh damn. I didn't want to look at that shit. Keeps, you, keeps a running tally. I'm just I'm curious who, who heads up your list. Damn it. Right now? Yeah. I'm answering my I'm answering my last question. So okay. I, I I kind of already know who it's gonna be. This is rigged. <laughs> Ray, I feel like you gotta go to the next story and fill this space with something more interesting <laughs> than us mumbling through. Oh, I'm just gonna cut the mumbling. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I have my answer. Me too. Okay. Does anybody want to take any bets? Uh Steyer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ray, you got Steyer? I got Steyer. All right, I'm going to give you my my uh, my uh top three from third to first. Okay. You ready? Tom Steyer came in third for me with 11. <laughs> All right. Bernie Sanders came in second with me with 11, so wow. he tied with Steyer. So actually, if you want to put them both in second, then Yang came in at 10 and third. My number one with an over overwhelming 13 agreements, fucking Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking mad at today. There you go. Interesting. I'm curious, uh, yeah, I'm curious how it all 
Well, I'm curious how it would pan out if the questions were worded with more options, because there were several times that I mm. I didn't like selecting either yeah. or. It was a very black and white yeah. kind of thing. I would tell you this, my bottom two in a tie for only seven, Biden and Buttigieg. Huh. Interesting. <sighs> so I'm the opposite of you? That seems unlikely. So Biden and Buttigieg were on your top? Biden is top, then Bloomberg, then Steyer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Steyer is you're always all in the top Demi- of Republicans. No, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> I'm just happy that Gabbard isn't on the top of anybody's list. No, that no. Been a fun twist. Uh, I can't <sighs> believe Tulsi edged out Buttigieg and Biden for me by one. <laughs> well, like I said, Sanders is on the bottom of my list, so it's just not. It's not very good. All right. So the next thing that I have, there is a post on Keep Track on Reddit. It is called Lost in the Sauce. Uh, It's information about stuff that pretty much has fallen off of like CNN and Mm. the big news radar. Um, There's a whole bunch of impeachment things. They uh, basically that they are going to be handing over the articles of impeachment tomorrow. Uh, Mitch McConnell said that they could start the actual hearing as soon as next Tuesday. He said it's on track for next Tuesday. Um, There's a little bit about witnesses, why Bolton's testimony is important, which Bolton's testimony would be important if they were to do witnesses. However, it seems seems pretty unlikely. Well, Trump said that he would block him from testifying by using executive privilege. Whether that would work or not, but... He said he yeah. would. I'm pretty sure that Bolton is not happy with Trump. Mm. So I think that uh, it would be very interesting to hear what he has to say, but I don't think we're ever going to. No. No, because the president's perfectly innocent. Why would he need <laughs> witnesses to back him up right. or any documents or a fucking trial? He doesn't even want a trial. He wants it dismissed outright. I wouldn't be surprised if that fucking happened. No. At this point. Probably not. Because I hear Mitch McConnell is sweating out his election. Mm. Yeah, that's. Uh, I saw a thing discussing whether the Senate should vote, have a secret vote, a secret ballot for the uh, vote, which isn't a thing, and it's not going to happen. So, but if it if it did, guaranteed that you would have Republicans not voting to uh, to let Trump off. If they, if they didn't have to worry about whether or not Trump was going to tweet about them, mm, make it easier. I think that would make a huge difference. Yeah, Wait, but, s- but say if that it again. Was- uh, he was talking about the idea of uh, the impeachment when the impeachment voting occurs, if there could be, uh, you know, like a blank blind balloting so that you didn't know who cast which vote, mm-hmm. then it would be sweeping in favor of Trump's conviction and removal. And I agree. But, you know, if there's any if there were any anonymity, then there is a chance that the results could be manipulated. Then it would, you know, cast unnecessary doubt, I think, would be the only risk there. Well, mm. I heard the issue with that, too, is that if because every Republican would be like, I didn't vote to do it. And then when it, they all came up guilty. Right. <laughs> they would all of them would be liars. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I uh, well, another thing I wanted to mention out of this keep track post was an explanation about how the courts are now aiding Trump. Part of the reason the subpoenas weren't issued by the House was because they didn't want to get the impeachment tied up in court cases. And Slate published a piece talking about the slow-moving court system and also specifically how more and more judges have been appointed by Trump and are lacking in actual judicial experience and are more than likely just going to side 
with the person who put them in, in their position. Sure. That's the point. Yeah. Uh, the cost of Trump's travel, I think we touched on this last time, about how in 2019, he easily spent more than $118 million just on his golf days, on his mm. golf trips. There's there's a whole lot more to it. And Trump said that he was going to put out the numbers of how much money had uh, had been spent in his travel, but that he was going to not do it until after the 2020 election. Yeah, Mnuchin is com- specifically keeping it under wraps until yeah. after the election. That that doesn't sound bad in any way. No. I heard also that he's um, said he's not going to participate in any debates. No, that he might, I heard. Might, sure. Yeah. Because they- Why not? Yeah, why not, exactly. Because they would annihilate him. What I- do you do in a situation like that? Do you just let the, the other nominee just talk to give a speech for a fucking hour? You do a, a town hall instead. Yeah, that's good. Uh, another thing in here- uh, he's moving forward. Trump is moving forward with plans to sell the lease to a DC hotel, which is currently at the center of the emoluments uh, lawsuits, uh, multiple lawsuits. And um, he intentionally is raising prices in his hotels on specific nights that are associated with political events. So if there are political events where people and he he chooses his. Any place that he has a resort, any place he has a hotel, that's where he makes you know most of, of his statements and big things. And he has tries to have political events there, and he charges more there. And guess who has to pay that? Not just the people going, but also the Secret Service. Which means we do. Which means taxpayers. Sure. So he's cool. having speeches against his emoluments um, cases by doing it again and again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. Oogie. So there's a whole bunch of information in that article. If you want to read it over and get really uh, depressed about <laughs> what Trump is doing with uh, with tax money. Another thing uh, on the Huffington Post, during an interview, Trump actually said that the strike on Soleimani, where he killed the Iranian general, was also to get support from some of the Republicans some of the the people who are dead set against Iran in order to get ahead of the impeachment. So he specifically killed this guy to look strong to the GOP hawks so that they would be more likely to vote his way in the impeachment. He he said this to a reporter. Right. So at this point, the only way that he's allowed to just outright kill a, a sovereign nation's citizen and military leader is if they pose an imminent threat. That's the, them's the rules, right? So seven months ago, he said, when you have an opportunity, if an American citizen is killed, go kill him. So that was the imminent threat part. And he did it at a time when he needed to please people in the Senate. So right. we've got all of the Ill- illegality in one place. No, Karen. Does it, wait, there's more? He, he said, I can say, I think mm. maybe he was going to get some embassies. Mm. <laughs> right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then when they asked the Secretary of Defense there, he's like, well, no, he said he thinks that he can say that, but I don't have any evidence to that. So Trump has got a secret spy force that he doesn't tell anybody about that he's getting info on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's getting information around his Secretary of Defense. Mm. And not telling him. And not telling the embassies either. Mm. Yeah. Not letting them know, hey, heads up. <laughs> oh, but you told your friends at Mar-a-Lago so they could buy stock in defense contractors. Don't let them know. Insider trading. On top of all of it, throw in a little insider trading. Again, 
the most frustrating thing, and I think Ian could probably agree with me, is that everybody's just rolling this over left and right, blah, 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 eminent threat, change of story. Mm. Fuck it. I don't care what the reason was. I can do whatever I want. I'm the fucking president, which is where he's at now. And guess what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 100% nothing. Yeah. But you got to love the, 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 just the, the process that they go through. Where it's always like reason, reason, reason. Ah, fuck it, I don't need a reason, right. and that's my answer now. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, yeah. suck it. Oh. And, and everyone's like, every "God time. damn it, he, yeah. he thwarted us again by <laughs> just doing whatever the fuck he wants." I don't know why he just doesn't start with, "I don't have to tell you what I why I do things." Shut it. Just, just cut to the yeah. chase, man. We're tired of him being strung along. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I, I I think it's entertaining enough to have like the Secretary of State say that these attacks were imminent. We know that these attacks were coming. We don't know where and we don't know when, but these attacks were coming. It's completely imminent. Mm. Wait, do you have any idea what those words mean that you're using? Because if you don't know when, it's not an imminent attack. It's quite clear. So yeah, having these idiots on live TV just lying their asses off and looking so stupid. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Right. Correct. Yep, because the idiot fucking anchors at all the goddamn cable things just keep asking a straight question that they would ask in normal times, and when they get the bullshit answer, just go, Oh. Okay. What's a follow-up question? I have no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. Well, to be honest, there is no follow-up question on that. Oh, you just... Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. There was... I saw an interview (laughs) with Jake Tapper and... God, who the fuck was it? It might have been Rand Paul or somebody. And it was something to do with Trump. And, like, you could just see on Jake's face, like, Jake, just say it. Just tell him he's full of shit. He is fucking lying. Just (laughs) fucking say he's full of shit, please. (laughs) But he wouldn't do it. Yeah. No. What about all those guys, like uh, Mike Lee and all those other guys coming out of that briefing and being like, this was the biggest horseshit thing I've ever seen in my life. Right. The people came out of that briefing and they've been in politics for over 20 years. And one of them stopped to tell Trump that was the best briefing he's ever heard in his entire service to this country. <sighs> Which one said that? Uh, he was not specific. But oh, oh okay, I see. I'm sorry, I didn't catch what you were doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is... Did, did any of you treat yourself to his uh, interview with Laura Ingram? No. That on, is the one where he was like, I think it could have been for embassies. I think I can say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it got even better as it goes on. I mean, he does a lot of his normal stuff, crazy rambling. It was Ilian Omar and AOC's fault, and they know nothing, and he's the the greatest and best of all time. But let me... Let me treat you to my favorite part of this this interview with Laura Ingram that I, I will I will read for you from the transcript. Mm. He's ranting about all these lies that people make up about him. And he said, uh, yeah, and they say that that I left troops in Syria. Do you know what I did? I left troops in Syria to take the oil. I took the oil. The only troops I have are taking the oil. Laura goes, they're they're protecting the oil fields. He goes, no, I took the oil. We have the oil. And she goes, we're we're not taking it. You mean we're protecting the facility? And he said, he said, well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe we should take it. But we have the oil. Right now, the United States has the oil. So we left troops in Syria. 
nope, I got rid of all of them other than we're, other than the ones I have taking the oil. Wow. I don't even know why she bothers trying to throw him a fucking lifeline. Yeah. She tried like three times. She was like, no, no, we're protecting the fields. I mean, this is the same Laura Ingram where he was on the show and he said, yeah, I'm delaying the D-Day celebration over here so that I can do this interview with you. And after the interview, she said, some of you may have heard the president say that he delayed, that they were delaying the D-Day celebrations because of my interview. That was, that's completely fake news. That didn't happen. (laughs) I was like, oh no, we've crossed over completely. Wow. We can't take other people's shit. That's not how this works. Well, maybe we uh, can now. The thing you just heard the president say on my show, you didn't just hear him say that. And then he went on him. Oh, we're, I'm just taking the oil. Taking In the case oil. you were confused why we are anywhere, I'm taking the oil. Well, he did. We- and guess what? No consequences. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I say, why offer him a lifeline? What is going to happen to him if he's just like, <laughs> nothing? Fuck it, man. I just did all this for the oil. I want the oil, Laura. <laughs> And she'd be like, well, you can do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. I I want the oil, and if the Saudis want to pay for Mm. some of our poorer people to be dressed up in uniform and and handed guns to go over there and die for them, then as long as I get my money, I will let the poor people die for them. (laughs) That is explicitly what he said. Well, not quite those words, but very, very close to those words. I slightly embellished. Slightly, but just slightly. Republican... Politicians are the biggest group of bitches ever. Mm-hmm. Oh. When that Mike Lee came out of that briefing and he opened up his mic and he's like, let me preface this by saying that Donald Trump is the best president ever to have ever presidented before. <laughs> he has super strength. He's super good looking. I'd let him fuck my wife if he wanted to, whenever he wanted to, and totally cuck me. Now, let me say, that is the worst fucking briefing I've ever been in. I think they were lying to me. <laughs> what like, wasn't the president? What? But it's people. Yeah. Not super president, mm. not the manliest man I've ever manned before in my life. He has the biggest hands and the biggest feet, and everybody loves him. Like, I, just everything they say has to be prefaced by, he's the greatest person I ever met. Well, yeah, because he only listens to the first few sentences. So once you get that out, he's like, yeah, I'm good. And I don't know. I heard, I heard a lot of these guys got some shit. I even heard Matt Gates, the, mm. oh, God, the most punchable-faced politician ever, uh, that he came out and shit on, and then everybody was like, uh-uh-uh. You want a career in politics? You better change your tune. Walk it back fast. Man, I always forget who that is, and you are right. That is the most punchable (laughs) face in politics. It it is. Yep. And 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 you're. I know. I know. You led with giving them grief, and yet here we are. Mm. If you, I mean, if if you want to talk about the least, the like the most cowardly, least effective political group there is. So, Jared, I heard that uh, Bernie Sanders may or may not have said unkind things about women. Total party division. We're done. Yeah. That's the Pack end of it. Pack it up. We're done. Trump yeah, won. That's it. He's out. <laughs> We're done. The Democrats are just, they're just so lost in their own nonsense. I fucking hate them. Oh, I just I got know. an alert from I, the Washington Post. Apparently, they are talking about that very thing right now. <laughs> yes, of course they are. It's not like the current stage. sitting president is accused of raping 23 women. Mm. Uh, or anything, but Bernie Sanders may or may not have said to Elizabeth Warren that a woman can't win. Dude, they weren't all raped. Some of them were just 13-year-old girls that he walked in on nude while they were changing during oh, one of his pageants. Oh, all right, yeah. Jeez, fake news, right? I got one <laughs> fact wrong. Throw it all out. <laughs> None of it's true, then. So I think we've we've established over the over time that um, 
uh, that Trump is beholden to the, the Russian oligarchs. I think we specifically know how at this point too, because he had a giant loan due with gold, with um, Deutsche Bank that um, he paid off with another loan from Deutsche Bank, which is super weird and usually not done. But the second loan was actually guaranteed by Russian oligarchs. So they own him. That's how he is owned by the Russians. Is Are we positing at this point that um, Trump has learned the lessons of the Russians and is, yeah. and is using their assistance to get all of the GOP Republicans under the same thumb? Is that how he has control over them or is it just re-election? No. He, yeah, I think it's re-election. It's because the party is n- it's not the party that it used to be, mm. and it's run. It's it's cons- or I'm not saying run. It's full of just crazy Trump supporters, and any moderate Republican voter probably doesn't either vote anymore. One of those. Well, I'm not voting for Trump, but I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and there's very few of those because the party was dying already. But it's I find it un I find it. Strange that none of them, of, of the 51, I think it's 51 senators, none of them actually will stand up against them significantly. Because they're because they're not in it to serve the people. None of them? None, none of, of them. them. <laughs> if that was the case, they would all be standing up and any time, they've seen him. You stand up against him, he slaps you down, yeah. you're done. Yeah. And if that's, and but then here's the thing, I, this is the part I don't understand though. Well, how old is Mitch McConnell? He's got to be in his fucking 70s, yeah. right? Mid-70s. Like, yeah. dude. Retire. You need another fucking eight years. You're already, like, in businesses. You're a millionaire. Like, I understand, like, being in a position of power, like, mm. will definitely help your businesses. And that's probably why you want to stay in. But I don't know, man. If we make it out of this, you are not going to look good. No. In the end. Well, not at all. Every one of you is going to be culpable. You're going to be collaborators. Except that the, the the winners always write the history books. I think they've made the calculation. Well, that's why I said if we get out of this, if we yeah. don't get out of this, there's going to be statues to fucking Mitch McConnell. So enjoy that when <laughs> oh, it happens. So many chins <laughs> on a statue. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, Lester Carvel. Well, bad to <laughs> to who? Mm-hmm. Like like there you get. There's no. You can do anything you want when there's no fear of consequences, and there's the fear of consequences has been fully removed. Mm. Yeah, like they have no no real you know resistance to. They're like, hey, let's just change all the rules, and then before we go out, we'll just change them back, and yeah, it's no big deal. And even if we don't change them back, when it does come around to to other people having the power with the broken rules that we've put into place, we'll just whine loudly and make it seem like they broke the rules, mm-hmm. and people will buy it because people are dumb. Yeah, no, there- Mitch McConnell's good. He knows what he's doing. He'll be on top. Until the day he dies. Uh, do you think his wife is secretary of whatever she is based on her own merit? Transportation, yeah. And her connections to the Chinese, yeah. Yeah. Well, and her father owns a construction company, mm. like a gigantic construction company well, or something, her right? her husband runs the country, and yeah. – That's a power couple. The president owes him a favor. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, I do believe in this system of government, believe it or not, <laughs> right? Mm. The way we have it set up. There just needs to be some tweaking of the rules as far as like – Term limits in the Senate mm-hmm. and the House, the pay that they get should be significantly fucking lower. It should not be a job that you want. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It should be there to serve the it people. It should be a job. Not the other way around. Right. And there, and there are people in the government who do that. You just don't hear about them. Right. You know, and you should not be able to get involved in businesses while you're doing that. I don't know how that one slipped by. Yeah. Well, you should not have um, – I mean, Citizens United ruined a lot of things. Well, that too, but that's, you know, I mean- Well, it's business having a say in how we run our government. That That's not how this should work. <laughs> it just needs to be formatted and <laughs> and tweaked a little, yeah. unfortunately. But 
you know, the, the, like I said, the Republican Party was dying. There are more people who believe what we believe than there are that don't. True. That, that just don't vote. And, right. Well, I mean, or they do vote, Karen, and three million mm. more of them vote, and we still lose. Because right. of another stupid-ass system <laughs> that we have in place. But uh, I am noticing fatigue amongst Trumpers. Yes. People do not want to get into another war. People are just like, oh, this was fun for the first couple of years. But it is a goddamn, for those really hardcore 100% people, it is a daily job defending this motherfucker. Mm. I mean, Jesus Christ, they have a whole fucking news network that 24-7 that does it. <laughs> it has got to be exhausting to constantly, you know, get through one quagmire with him and then have him open his fucking mouth and start another one. Right. And you have to go, oh, crap. All right. So what's the excuse? Yeah, and I've and seen a work? lot of <laughs> – yeah, I've seen a lot of people who were 100% being like, ugh. All right. The fun's over. I'm ready for some stability and normalcy. Mm. Reality and Joe Biden. <laughs> reality TV will only take you so far. Every once in a while, you want to watch Nat Geo and watch, you know, a, a show about the planets in high def, <laughs> and it's calm. Yeah, and, and in the end, a lot of these people are going to sit around, hopefully, and go. And I'm not talking about the hundred percenters; mm. they're lost. Mm. <laughs> they're lost in the woods. But to go well in four years, the only significant change I've seen in my life is now when I buy a pack of cigarettes, I have to show my ID every time. <laughs> That's the only thing that's affected me. My my wages have not gone up, or they went up twenty but twenty dollars a paycheck. Whoop de doo, you know. Yeah, they I mean they keep telling me the stock market's up and down. This uh, doesn't fucking affect me. No, well, that only affects rich people. No. Yeah, I'm not brown, so yeah. I'm not being threatened to be, leave the country. Hmm. So what has changed for me? Oh well, the debt's gone up. I guess I'll have to pay for that one day, but I can't see that. That's, that's invisible in the future. That's not tangible. Yeah. That's only the, visible when the Democrats are in charge and the Republicans want to bitch. Right. Yeah. And limit them. But even on Facebook, amongst when these people post the most asinine fucking things and, and stupid articles that they find or memes of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer with beards <laughs> working for Iran, I only see two to three likes now. Mm. You know, same people over and over again. So I don't know if that's – I mean, again, that might not mean nothing, though, with, with the way that the rules are rigged. But – I don't know. When when the war breaks out, there'll be more of us. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, everybody knows. I mean, that is one thing definitive, that everybody knows that only the poor fight the wars. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just keep squeezing, Republicans. Yeah. Keep fucking squeezing everybody and see what happens. Eventually, they will bite back. Hmm. I looked into buying a gun, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't come out to go to the range yet. You can't do that. Oh, I got to go to the range first? <laughs> yeah, you probably should. I thought that was our plan. Was it? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think I that was loosely agreed upon. <laughs> can we, Can we like, quick draw? No. It's against the rules, man. No. No. <laughs> That's not oh, safe. Bullshit. I don't want a gun, then. <laughs> Safety first. All right. I'm going to uh, – we're we're pretty much out of time. I'm going to uh, – unless somebody has something else they specifically wanted to talk about, Trump I do. election. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, no. No, I just wanted to recap the uh, the poll of our oh, yes. favorite listener, Jeff. And our fourth favorite co-host, me. <laughs> oh, this was from Dustin, by the way. Oh, no, it's talking about that, that poll that we all just took. Yeah, the quiz? The quiz, yeah, yes. from Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. I'm saying Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's results are posted. Oh, okay. And my results are, are posted. Gotcha. And by oh, posted, I, I mean, it. I don't type. I'm just going to tell you about it because it's still on my computer screen. <laughs> it appears that Jeff, no surprise, 14 agrees with Sanders, two, 12 with Warren, and 9 with Yang. And uh, mine, again, no surprise to me. Uh, except for the middle ones, 15 agreeing with Warren, 
and then Yang and Steyer are tied at 12. What the fuck is going <laughs> What is everybody answering to these questions? What I want to know is what did Jeff answer that put Sanders on top over me that I went more with Warren? Well, I don't know. Tells, this is fucking confusing. Tell- I was going to say, because I, I don't I don't immediately know where where right. Sanders and Warren diverge. But, like, as I'm going down through my own and seeing where the, the red X's are and... Mm. Uh, the check marks. Yeah, oh, and where the okay, check marks the are. okay, that's the thing. I didn't go totally progressive. I said prisoners oh, yeah. should be able to vote when they get out. Yeah. So did I. But Jeff wants them to vote while they're in prison. <laughs> Even murderers. I said more than 12 weeks. I don't think I said halt all the portions. I said go after criminals. See, Jesus, Jeff to... Jeff wants open borders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. They are still citizens. That is that is true. All right. Well, if yeah. if you haven't gotten enough of that, um, I did mention this in the beginning. How does your state score with American Atheists? Oh, dear. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. There is uh, ratings and scorecards that nope. uh, the American Atheists have put out on this webpage that tell you how your state scores in regards to protections for religious equality, separation of religion and government, and religious exemptions that undermine equality. And you can go to your individual state and click on it and see all of the different reasons that it scored the way that it did. For instance, I click on Pennsylvania, since that's where we are, and in the very first section, religious tests for office. We did not score well at all there because we got them. No. Um, and yeah, what? there's a whole bunch more under sex education, education, in public schools. With Pennsylvania is just complete shite. Yeah, it's I that middle of the state where you all live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no argument at any of them. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, you make fun of me for living on the border town, but I'm closer to New York. <laughs> hmm. oh, I, I thought mean, you were not- closer to Jersey. Are you? I'm close. To, I'm closest to both those states. Oh, okay. They're both two to three minutes apart from each other. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they've got all states listed there, so take a look, see where it ranks, and see what needs to change in your state, and vote vote accordingly. Hey, are we as bad as, like, Louisiana? What's that? Are we as bad as, like, Louisiana, Mississippi? Yes. Mm, crap. Man, have you driven through your area? <laughs> our area. <laughs> looked around, talked to the people? Our area, our little local area is very nice. Oh, that's right. You live in State College. You're like in the little yeah. oasis out there. Or in the little blue bubble in the that middle. That don't count for shit. Those kids don't vote. Actually, they do. Well, some do. Yeah, trying to get more. Yeah. A few more stories and we'll wrap it up. I wanted to mention the fact that the Mormon Church is being sued for nearly $10 million by one of their followers. Turns out a couple years ago, um, a guy admitted to his wife that he had molested an underage girl. They immediately said, well, we need to go talk to the church about this. And they went to the church. And uh, when the church leaders found out about what he had done, they did the right thing and went to the police. The police arrested the guy and has been sentenced to 15 years in jail after pleading guilty to four counts of second degree sexual abuse. The wife co-signed with her children are now suing the church because they think that it should have been kept confidential by the church leaders. Wow. Are church leaders mandated reporters? No. Religious freedom. Oh. It really depends on the state. I think in some cases they are, but in most cases they are not. Oh. Well, then I I will not be surprised if she wins. 
Well, she won't win. It won't go to trial. The 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 LDS will. Would you? How about a million dollars? Out of court yeah. <laughs> for how? Yeah, for for a for about two million. Mm. I think it's, it'll be an undisclosed amount, but I'm guessing about two point five mil. Right. I I find it amazing that the argument that that mm-hmm. she is making is that the church has devastated their family. They have lost a husband and a father. Was it the, really the church's fault? The rapist right. father yeah. that abused his children. Well, oh. I don't, it doesn't say that they were his children. Ah. Oh. Okay. Right. Right. A child, not his children. Ah. He's still a rapist, and he still belongs in prison. I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying I won't be surprised if they settle or if she wins, but I, d- I don't know on what basis she would be suing. Right. Why should that be kept confidential? Because they thought it should be. I don't I don't know. Mormons we- are fucking weird. If, oh, yeah. if it were a Catholic church, it, it may well have been kept confidential. I mean, he wasn't oh, a sure, priest, they, so we don't know. They would have found the they would have found him the family a new house. My goodness, they love raping kids in the Catholic church. Yeah. yeah, they would have moved them to like Venezuela or something. <laughs> if he were a priest, you know they would. If he's just a congregation member, Oh my god, member, if he was a priest, not. he would have made him a bishop. <laughs> I will refer you again to the documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight right. about just how fucked up Mormons are and what they will believe if you're a Mormon. I mean, a guy stole their daughter for months and refused to bring her back and married her in fucking um, Mexico mm. and came back and the church was like, well, we gave him some counseling. And they're like, okay, I guess he can come and hang around again. <laughs> and they let him. And then the fucking guy told them, well, I'm in therapy. And the therapist says, I need to listen to these special audio tapes of like wind and ocean. But I have to do it while laying in bed with your daughter. And they're like, okay. Disraelian, watch it. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't go too far into dark documentaries. I started watching the one on the family and I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. The, abducted in plain sight is not dark. I mean, there's obviously that's a, pretty a, dark, dude. <laughs> there, no, and there is a little bit of there. Well, not a little bit, but there's child rape in it. Uh, but that's pretty dark. <laughs> it is insane what this guy fed to these people and what he did, and they're all just like, seemed legit. He had a really cool smile, and he was a really nice, dude. I, I would agree with with Jared that there is way more crazy than there is dark in this show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did like what uh, this article is from the Friendly Atheist. I like what Hemometa said, that imagine becoming a lawyer only to need to argue with a straight face. Won't someone think of the molester? (laughs) (laughs) His life has been ruined. (laughs) Oh, man. And yes, it is the Church of Latter-day Saints. I just say Mormon because they don't want me to. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I like Jeff's quote. What's that? <laughs> There's child rape in it, but Jared one fourteen twenty twenty. So I'm sure that a lot of people heard about the Pope slap. The Pope slap yes. heard around the world last week, where uh, a woman reached out, and uh, it depends on which article you read. Touched his hand, oh, grabbed no. his hand, and wouldn't let go. No, I saw this that video. Bitch yanked she him. fucking grabbed his hand and yanked him toward her. She, and she mm-hmm. did a Trump handshake. He slapped. <laughs> well, he he didn't even mean to shake her hand. No. She just reached out and grabbed him and he slapped her hand to make her let go and he was angry. Yeah. And rightfully so. He that wasn't warranted. No. But uh Yeah, I couldn't believe when I heard this story, I was like, holy shit, the Pope's Pope slapped somebody? It was warranted. And then I was shown the video and I go, uh, yeah, he he's right in what he did. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I had no problem with him slapping that right. woman's hand. And to slap someone's hand away and to slap somebody is intentionally phrased to be misleading. Mm-hmm. Mm. He didn't like beat her across the face <laughs> until she went unconscious. He was like, stop yanking me. God, yeah, you are not allowed fucking to grab me. <laughs> Where is my security? I'm a pope. <laughs> I, I, the news lately, it, I'm getting really, really disillusioned with any type of corporate By the news. lamestream media, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, like, I, I mean, not just them. Like the New York Times, like they report. I, I don't know if I told if I talked to you guys about this. And I know we're kind of off topic, but it's not really. I mean, we're talking about a sort of fabricated headline about the Pope mm. that most people probably just read and didn't keep going. Way a few years ago, Jenk Uger, the guy from Young Turk, you know he's running for uh, what are what's her name? Seat Katie Hill. Yes. Uh, she I don't one? remember or, her name. The the the, the lady something. in in California who uh, right some some sex tapes came right, out about that was her. Katie Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He interviewed uh, David Duke on his show one time a few years ago. I think it was during the election. It might have been 2015, 2016. And uh, you know, David Duke was blaming everything on the Jews left and right, no matter what the question was. And uh, at one point, David Duke was like, "Listen, there are, there's nothing. Nobody believes that I'm a racist or anything like that." And Jenk, in a very mocking tone, like channeling his inner Ian, was like, "Oh, of course, nobody believes that you're a racist." New York Times takes that quote out and says, "Jenk Uger says." David Duke is not a racist. Oh my god! <laughs> and ran the fucking story. Wow! And like everybody was like, "Whoa, listen, like you can't do that shit anymore, man." People have access to information all the time, and when I see shit like that, I'm like, "The New York Times, the paper of record." Mm. Ugh! What am I gonna do? I'm just gonna have to go fucking lock myself in a fucking cabin and never get news because now I can't trust anything. <laughs> I'm voting for Trump. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Screw all you people. Well, you want it to burn? I'll help you let it fucking burn. Uh, so I did have uh, the, the the article this week about the Pope. There's another one. So he was going to... Did he dropkick somebody this time? <laughs> no. But it was just what he said. So apparently there was uh, a, a group of nuns and he was approaching the group. And I don't know, like, I don't know what the lead up to this was. But he, like, stopped and didn't want to move forward. And the one nun is reaching out to him, like, arms spread wide. And he says, I'm afraid. You bite. I'll give you a kiss, but stay calm. Don't bite. (laughs) (laughs) What? Those words came out of the Pope's mouth to a nun. Wow. I'm afraid you bite. I'll give you a kiss, but stay calm. Don't bite. (laughs) Uh, what is going on with the Catholic Church? <laughs> uh, it was just like uh, lame attempt at a joke. Had to be. Maybe I don't think so. He really looks scared. Like he looks like he's like, uh, no, I'm first. Do popes ki- kiss nuns? Like is that a thing? That's well, not like French kissing or anything, but <laughs> kissing the cheek, the holy kiss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Except when they're drunk on Jesus juice. Jesus right. juice. A lot of kiss. You know, I'm going to tell you a very funny and relatable story to both these Mm. things that I was talking about and the Pope. A long time ago, in a town far, far away, Ian and I were radio DJs at a certain morning show in State College. Mm -hmm. And we got essentially fired for a sort of fake news story that would say that the straw that broke the camel's back because our show was all over the place. And apparently a piece of shit, which I didn't realize until about three years ago. (laughs) Right, Ian? It was... was, was, 
I also I was under the same delusion. But yes, when I was <laughs> able to when I was exposed to the tapes of the show and reheard it uh, at this point in my life. It was arguably one of the worst shows ever. Oh, like, yeah. It was terrible. I was in. I'm, I'm, I. It ruined all my fond memories of that show. Yes, I was under the impression that we were breaking new ground back in the day. Yes. And when upon listening to, it, I was like, "What a fucking hack fraud I was!" And I was like, "Hey, coming at you, next on revolution." I mean, like horrible. But anyway, that's besides the point. Right. We used to get these uh, things over the facts. Kids, just to let you know how old this was, <laughs> um, of various news stories that you could talk about for a morning show. And one of them was a quick blurb about Pope John Paul II, and because he was the Pope back then. And there was a rumor going around that he was not fond of animals at all, that he didn't like animals and particularly reptiles. And to disprove this, somebody brought a bow constrictor to the Vatican and the Pope blessed it. That is the story. That is not what I read. <laughs> what I read was the whole beginning part of that. Somebody brought the snake to the Vatican to be blessed. And promptly, the Pope put the snake in a headlock and wrestled it to the fucking ground <laughs> and had a fight with it. The calls that came in after that <laughs> about me even speculating that the Pope might wrestle a fucking bow constrictor <laughs> brought the general manager and be like, I think we're done with you. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's not exaggerating. <laughs> the next morning, the Bob and Tom show was on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Granted, it was probably, I mean, that had to have been planned for a while. But <laughs> kind of a straw that broke the camel's back, huh? Hmm. They kind of use that as an excuse. Hmm. The old Pope snake fight. <laughs> it probably didn't help, too, that uh, it might have been National Pride Day, and I said I like to go out and beat up gay people. Oh, that's and not then impossible. Said, I don't remember that as well as the story about uh, the response from Jeff. The founder good. of Coors was Adolf Coors, and they were like, "Oh no, oh, that that was all Edsel, man." <laughs> yeah, to, to my credit, Jeff. Immediately after saying that, I said, "But don't take offense to that because I also hit everybody on that day: white people, black people. I got an equal opportunity uh, beater." <laughs> but the, the gays didn't like that either way, and <laughs> I got in trouble for that one. <laughs> So anyway, wow. don't make fun of the Pope on your morning show. Oh, yeah. Good lesson. All right. Yeah, you know, for as long as radio lasts, kids. <laughs> I'll make fun of the Pope on here, though. Yeah. I, I think as it's a requirement. All right, final <laughs> story. Uh, golden rice. Have you ever heard of this? I didn't know it was a thing. Negative. So Tell me more. There's an article by Stephen Novella, who is uh, he's a clinical neurologist. He's a professor at Yale uh, Medicine. He's known for skeptical writing, his skeptic opinion on different things. He wrote several articles, actually, about golden rice, and this one is kind of a follow-up, and it's good news because golden rice has been approved in the Philippines for uh, national consumption, which is a good thing because the Philippines has a very... It has a big problem with vitamin A. A lot of kids don't get enough vitamin A, and it causes all sorts of health problems, health issues. And this golden rice being accepted, it can be made relatively cheap, and, and it contains beta carotene, a precursor to vitamin A. So it's a it's a big deal. The, the problem is, it is a GMO. It, However, it was it's grown naturally. It is gen genetically modified in order to get golden rice however it can now propagate itself it's grown naturally no uh chemicals involved it is 
like the epitome of what a GMO should be. Should be. Hmm. But because it's a GMO and it works well, the anti-GMO propaganda is still trying to stop it because it it seems to be proving the point that GMOs are hmm. all okay, which it does not. It's a slippery slope argument, really? I think that... Hell no, it's not. That's what they are going with. GMOs are... Oh, my God. All right, go on. No, please. <laughs> GMOs are what? They're fine. Everything, all food we eat is a fucking GMO. Everything has been genetically modified to some way. Well, so is that is that how they did it? Like crossbreeding it with different shit, and like it's not like they took it into a lab and fucking dicked with its DNA. In this case, I think the the golden oh. rice that is exactly what they did. However, I, I get your point because originally the term GMO was genetically modified, and it means that if you crossbreed and you you come up with it like the way the broccoli so came like about and cauliflower and fucking dogs, the stupid the little pocketbook dogs and yeah yeah carrots carrots yeah pretty much everything you eat like you said Corn. however yeah. uh monsanto specifically started using the term gmo to refer to also the things that are spliced genetically spliced and uh, you know create in a lab and Add so now now the, the term when they say yeah. the term gmo pretty much everybody thinks of the things that were spliced in the lab However, it still does refer to both, even though legally Monsanto has, like, corrupted the, mm. the term GMO. All right. So this actually was genetically modified in a lab, but it is will save children from blindness and disease. Nope. No good. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it, it actually is. It's grown naturally. There's no herbicides. There's no chemicals. Now that it has been created, it is fine. And it is actually way better than the rice that's available in the Philippines. Well, what did they genetically modify it to do? Give you to beta be carotene. That's it. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Specifically oh. to give you uh, a precursor to vitamin A so that your body will produce vitamin A. Yes. No, I'm autistic and I cannot change my <laughs> mind. So therefore, all GMOs are bad. I want bananas with, with seeds riddled in them and all black and shit the way nature intended it. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, I think that that's the exact point. There is a world of gray. There is not mm. black and white. Just because something is GMO doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't mean that it had a bad beginning or that it's bad for you. Having said that, I will not drink Roundup, <laughs> <laughs> even though they say again. Well, I mean, yeah, don't do to, that. to be clear, I mean that's a lot of the things that that Monsanto did. Is they come up with these. Seeds that you that don't self-propagate. This is a self-propagating, um, recurrent crop that will save people from disease. What companies like Monsanto do is they 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 don't allow you to let your plants go to seed so you can have seeds for the next harvest. They require you to buy next year's seeds from them. It's a continuing um, crop cycle, and which you're indebted to um, the company, those companies, and you must use their. Um, you know, the, the bug sprays that they sell, too, so. Now you have won me back. Mm, this. <laughs> I love GMOs. I am pro-GMO. <laughs> I don't care if it's placed in a lab or propagates naturally after some tweaking and then released into nature and is all good. Now, I'm, I am heartily in favor of both of those things, but I do hate Monsanto ever so much for completely different reasons, a lot of which Karen just explained. Mm. Oh, yeah. They, not only that, they are, Monsanto- They are monsters for totally different reasons yes, than GMOs. Right. Yeah. They will sue you mm. if somehow your the farm next to you's fucking seeds wind up in your fucking crop. Yes. 
Yep. Um, as some kind of I property theft or some bullshit like yes. that. Intellectual property. And if you yeah. and if you even if you even go sifting through their fucking soybeans looking for fucking seeds at the end, they'll bust you. Yes. They are <laughs> big horse, big pieces of shit. But I hate to break it to you. The golden rice with fucking vitamin A in it is not going to kill you. It's the fucking soda you drink, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's more than likely true. Mm. Yeah. All right. That was it. That's all I got this week. Anything else before we close hey, up? <sighs> I, had, I had two things, but fuck it. <laughs> How about just one of the two? Your favorite of the two. No, because, oh, my favorite of the two is, oh, man, I caught on the Young Turks last night. I wish I'll have to find these videos and send them to you so we can put them on the website of this woman whose name I can't get because I'm not going to write anything down. I'm just going to try to remember it in my stupid dome, uh, who used to work for InfoWars and got fired and then tried working for Turning Point and got fired from there, decided to take some of her own money and go to a college campus and do a man on the street interview type thing and decided not to edit her shit in any way which most of these things do, like Fox News and stuff like that. So she kept going up to campus students and being like, hey, how do you feel about them putting urinals in the woman's bathroom for women who think that they have to pee standing up? And the first guy was like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> right? And she's like, well, what about putting uh, a tampon dispenser in the men's bathroom? He's like, don't bother me. Do you? <laughs> right? And she did it to about three or four people. And she's like, well, don't you think somebody, a man who thinks he's having his period – should go to a doctor. He's like, they want to. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Every one of them was saying this. There was even one where the guy was like so nice to her. And he was like, hey, if it's in the budget, that's fine. Everybody has different things. Sometimes there's, you know, if you're transitioning from female to male, you are going to have your period. And you're probably going to want to get a pad when you're in the bathroom. And you have every right to use the bathroom. And she goes, do you know what a period is? And he's like, what? <laughs> what what are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> it is hilarious. And which was pointed out to me, which I didn't notice when I was watching it, it was all white men who answered these questions. Hmm. And every one of them were like, Lady, what do I give a fuck? <laughs> What's in the bathroom? <laughs> and then she would turn around and be like, Got him. <laughs> walked away. <laughs> and I was like, honey, you not you did not learn any lessons from where you worked. <laughs> Is, is her name Josephine Salads? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Can I find a... <laughs> Wait, did he do that? Oh, my God. Yes. Go to Joey Salads' Twitter. <laughs> Anytime he opens his mouth, someone goes, here's a porn video of you pissing in your own mouth. <laughs> oh, I don't think I want to see that, but I'm, I'm glad I know that he, that did happen to him. Yes. I'm glad that yes, sentence ended the, the way it did. I thought you were going to say, I don't know that I want to see that, but now I have to. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think I do. I'll just, Jared's a trustworthy guy. I'll just take his word for it. I watched it, Ian. That dude pissing his own mouth. I believe you. There's so many legendary gross videos on the internet, all of which I've never seen, and I'm I'm happy to live my life just knowing about them. And if mm. you at all feel bad for Joey Salads, just go watch one of his other videos, and then you won't. <laughs> yes, but it is amazing that... Anytime he tweets something, the immediate next one is, shut up, you piss in your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially. Hey, Jeff, thanks for uh, thanks for participating and posting stuff while we're talking here. Uh, also, though, thank to our other patrons who continue to support the podcast. Helps offset some of the costs, so really appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, you could join them by going to our Patreon page, or you can 
Uh, support the podcast by sharing on social media or leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash ProfaneArg or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, a podcasting network, soon-to-be-named-network.com. You can find all of the shows including archives of shows that aren't even made anymore. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. 